and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Father, we have humbled ourselves in prayer, sought your face, spoken your word, and repented from our wickedness this evening. We know it is not you who causes the events taking place today in our country. We also know you will not punish America with us here. If anything, we've been pushing God away. We haven't given him his freedom. So we're reaping what we have sown, taking his control away and telling him we want a secular nation. We're living as we are today because this is what happens to a nation in the absence of God and his control. And Father, we give back the control of our hearts and lives right now. And thank you for allowing us to enjoy being your kids. In Jesus' name, amen.
inspired to host house fires in your own home and reach your community and to stay Holy Spirit come. This is a large house fire, but large part is small homes, churches. Hopefully we can come back in a couple months just to celebrate what God is doing in our community. How about that? We have a few testimonies because things have been happening since we started in March. And we've, I've asked a couple of people to come up and share their testimonies just to inspire you that you and I are the hands and feet of Jesus and that we are all called to make a difference. We're all called to be influencers, young people. You don't have to wait till you're 30. You're here now. God wants you to now. Raise your hands, young people. That should be all of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Raise your hands because you guys are going to carry the torch. In Jesus' name, all of the Yes, Lord. So have a seat for me. We're going to go back into worship. But first, we want to do exactly that. Give some honor to the Lord and some testimonies. So Howard, why don't you come up first? I'm Florida out here in Lincolnville, Texas, which a lot of y'all probably know where, where it is. Actually, Stephenville, way out in the country in the boondocks, you'd say, in Lincolnville. Uh, I'm so fortunate that I was, uh, I was born to a Christian family. Uh, we went to Emmanuel Baptist Church from uh, the day that I can remember and uh, at nine years old, I was baptized and uh, accepted the Lord as my Savior and was baptized there at the church. And, uh, and I, uh, I just loved the Lord then and, uh, and praised his name. Uh, unfortunately, about the age of 14, I started straying away from the Lord. And uh, that just continued through my life. Uh, I got married and I uh, married a, a woman that wasn't a Christian. Uh, so we really praised the devil together, I guess you might say. Uh, unfortunately, we raised two good sons, though, but after 13 years, we fell apart. We uh, just lost our love, and uh, I'm sure some people in here know how bad the divorce family is. It's just it's tough, on, tough on the family, really tough on the kids, for sure. Uh, but after the divorce, I continued to be a father to my children, never missed a child support payment. Uh, I, I took my, stood with my kids, uh, spent lots of time with them. Unfortunately, I didn't keep them in church. We went to church some, but I'd just fall out of line and uh, go back my own way. And uh, so I went on, and uh, uh, I guess I, I lived out that uh, when I was 21 years old, it's, I got married on my 21st birthday. And uh, on my 22nd birthday, I had a 30-foot fall. Uh, I was working electric as an electric lineman right out here on 144, back towards town where the substation is. And uh, God saved my life through that. I stayed in the hospital for 30 days, uh, laying flat on my back generally, and uh, didn't have to have any surgery at the time. But uh, so my whole life, basically, I dealt with a bad back, just my bad spine in particular. Um, so. Later on, uh, uh, working at uh, working at Sears, my life, I worked 27 years there, I met the love of my life. I'd like for you to stand that thing. Minister, 
uh, Meredith, and it was one of the most blessed days of my life. 2005, I finally had to have some surgery because I'd gotten to where I just couldn't hardly get around at the time. Uh, I'd taken medical retirement, and uh, and then later on, that, that, uh, it was like one of those deals, you know, where you get the worst doctor or worker's, worker's comp type thing, you know. And so he didn't do me much good, but he even left a couple of screws out on me, you know, while he was putting together. I guess he got tired or something, I don't know. But I managed to survive along and, and still, you know, just in pain, but dealing with it. And uh, 2013, I, uh, I finally got to where I had to have something else done. And I wasn't smart enough to go to the Lord and get him to take care of it for me, so I had some more surgery. And I had like a plate put in my neck and in the back with a bunch of screws and uh, get the stuff. Get bionic man. <laughs> I had some stuff done too, let's just say. So uh, I went on for a good while there dealing with it and didn't have uh, a whole lot of trouble. Uh, just dealt with pain. I've dealt with pain my whole life. You probably can understand that. And so in about uh, 2015, Annie and I, uh, Annie pretty much demanded it's time for us to find a church. And uh, so she's like, well, where do you want to go? And she said, I'm going to leave that up to you. And so uh, I got on the internet and I went looking for a church. And uh, and I found one. It's one of the biggest churches around here. It's got branches all over the place. And I said, that's where we're going to go. I want to name the church. Some of you may be there. And I'm sure it's an awesome church. Uh, and uh, I just didn't feel right, but I decided that's where we were going to go, and I told Nanny that, and uh, I just didn't feel right about it. So I went back to the internet and uh, looking for churches in Granbury. The first thing that popped up there was Generations Church. And don't get me wrong, I'm not just pushing our church because I love it. I'm just saying that's where God drug me to. I'll pay you later. <laughs> first Sunday, I told her we're going to church at Generations Church before, and she said. Uh, no, I've got to. Uh, I thought she was going somewhere else. And I said, no, we're going to go to this place and try it out. I think it's going to be better. I've read up on it and everything. So we went there, and, and it was an awesome service. Pastor Allen taught. They had baptism that day. Annie and I got up out of our chair after the baptism, and her after the service, and headed out to the door. And before she could walk through the door, she said, hey, I've got to be baptized. Wow. She was raised Catholic, which is awesome too, but she just felt like she needed to be baptized, y'all. Praise God, she was. Yes. So I'll get on about, about the story here on uh, what God has done for me. Uh, dealing with the pain, everyone at the church knew that, that I go through it all the time. I have trouble even walking sometimes. So uh, we were down at Brother Greg Mary at his house one night, and uh, and uh, Miss Debbie Tron was out there giving us a nice little sermon and uh, pep talk, I'd say, huh, Debbie? <laughs> awesome. And uh, so afterwards, we had a, a little healing session with some of my loved ones, my wife, the Harolds, many others that I can't say right now because I didn't know their names, but I love you. <laughs> I was the last to be prayed over. It was healing and just problems. Those people had problems there, too. Um, so I sat down in the chair. They got me in a good position. Black back, get back. Just thought about. It. They laid their hands on me. They prayed for me. When I woke up, when I got up, I was about to sleep. I, I felt pain was gone. It's the first time in a long time, y'all. So, <laughs> I, 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 I just got to tell you also that. 
Jesus is good, yes, he is. And, and he just he just takes care of my life so well. I want to tell you one other thing here, too, before I wind up. That. <laughs> I saw it. Here we go. Holy Spirit, wind him up. <laughs> the next day after this, I started feeling like, oh, I'm starting to hurt again. Stuff. As far as that goes, I'm not feeling too awful good. But, you know, I saw it. I thought, well, What's wrong with me anyway? So I prayed about it and I realized that I was doubting God. That's why I wasn't—I was losing it. I was doubting God. So I talked to my ministers and I talked to the friends and stuff at the church and, and told them about it. And they said, well, you just got to pray about it and read the Bible. And that's exactly what I did. I want you to know that I'm back to where I would have was 20 years ago. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I, I can... I'm still, I couldn't climb those steps.
chases and he's been in our office several years. His grandmother, Ms. Dr. Amy Stanley, which is the auditor. Severe arthritis was affecting a lot of movement, especially in my hands. Show them what your hands used to do. Raise them up. She could not close them, and she could not open them. Or just cut to the chase.
guys were all out here on Sunday morning to be part of my choir, it would be very nice. <laughs> Not all the twelve tribes responded. 
Only two tribes, the tribe of Benjamin and the tribe of Judah, responded. And I'm going to read to you Ezra chapter 1, verse 5. Then the head of the fathers, housing of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levite, with all those who heart God had moved, arose to go up and build the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem. In another translation, that all those whose spirit is moved by God, for those whose spirit is stirred by God. And I believe that the spirit that is stirring your spirit up right now, otherwise you wouldn't be here tonight. Amen. And there's more that we want to accomplish in you and through you, and you better believe that. You better step in that calling, and you better believe in it and walk in it. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Because your heart is stirred by God. Your spirit is stirred by God for your land, for your people, for this city of Granbury, for Texas, and for America, and for the nation of the world. You better be stirred up and move. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we talk about the random, the random that allow the spirit of God stir your spirit and move yourself and be commissioned by the spirit of God with his power in this season. And that is what happening among a lot of nations. It took just one year for me to march the nation of Korea, South Korea, and see the revival. It took seven years for me to go into Nepal and see the move of God and the revival finally happening last year in 2020. But it took you 16 years, America. You better think about it hard. If it took you that long, then there is one, one explanation. Maybe the anointing you carry is big enough. For you to take that long to come together. Hallelujah. But eventually you are arriving. Yes, are. Eventually you're going to enter into that mandate that the Lord has called you. Yes. Eventually the remnants are rising. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I mean, you can tap on your back right now and say, I am the remnant and I am arising. Yes. Hallelujah. And God is moving in you and among you. But you come here for today. I don't know what you come here for. But everything that you carry in your heart and all the burden or the struggle that you're carrying, the Lord is going to meet you exactly where you are and take care of all of that problem in Jesus' name. You gotta be, you gotta be whole and new to entering into this calling. And he's about to release that healing upon your body. He's about to release that restoration to you in you right now. And also he's going to deliver you whatever trouble, whatever struggle, whatever secret that you are hiding. He's going to deliver you all that. And commission you for more. Hallelujah. It's time to be commissioned. Hallelujah. The nation of the world is looking up to you. The good thing you do and the bad thing you do, they are still looking up to you. I 
been that, it is not right. If they look up to you, it is the bad thing. So you better straighten yourself up so that the, the nation will follow the good thing of you only. Right? That because the nation will look up to you. Whatever you're doing, everybody over there, out there, copying you. So that is a, that you carry something that if you look up to the Lord and follow the Lord, follow the Lord wholeheartedly, that will bring the effect to other nations. Did you hear me? That will make the other nation recognize and acknowledge there is a God among you. That the Almighty of Israel is in you and among you. And that will be affecting your other nation as well. That's why you better straighten yourself up. Come on, somebody. Yes, hallelujah. You hear the words of the Lord, and it's not enough today, and it's not about another good message. I'm not coming for another good message. I'm not coming here just to share and let you know that you are so blessed and you're doing everything right. No, you messed up and you better straighten up. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you are that remnant that God trusted you in this hour for your household, yes. for your family, yes. for your city, yes. for your church, for the, the state of Texas and beyond. Yes. The nation of the United States of America. The nation of the United States of America, the last time I checked, is still in the heart of God. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. believe it. Better believe it. I believe it. That's why I'm here. I believe that God has called you, and God has not changed his mind. He the Lord, and he changed not. He the Lord, and he changed not. So, the house fire, even before I came here last year, I was having... Uh, Meeting every single week with the nation of the world, just praying for America. And we we uh, we see in that meeting that there's a lot of vision that we saw over the state, the nation of the United States, or the the sparkle of fire that spread all over the land of America. That was last year what we saw. But at the same time, we saw another vision of the eagle that was wounded and couldn't fly. And the nation of the world, which is crying now to God to rescue you and deliver you until December 2020, we saw a vision of the eagle that was healed and sore strong on the land of the talking, talking about the fire, the house fire, because it seems that there is a lot of sparkle around the nation. Because of the remnant responded. But when this spark will come together, there will be a big flame over this land. There will be a fire of the Spirit of God released over this land. And it cannot be stopped. It cannot be stopped. The time of the Lord is now for this land. And because of the seeding of the nation around the world for you, I do believe that God has not finished with you yet. We are not dead and he's not done. <laughs> America is not dead and he has not done with you yet. And you, you are about to pick up your weapon and go forward. And then wherever you go, right now, from now on, wherever you 
you go, you're gonna make the enemy sweat. <laughs> you're gonna make the enemy sweat, guys. And I believe that God is calling the remnant to rise up in a lot of places in the United States of America. But God started with Texas because you are you are leading the, the nation of the United States of America. And God has revealed that to a lot of prophets and a lot of ministers, not just one person. And that's why, because the, the, the bigger responsibility is upon you, you better straighten up fast. Fast enough, soon enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to read to you some other things that God revealed to me. And speaking to me of the book of Joshua chapter 1, the verse 1 and 2. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over the Jordan, you and all these people, Go to the land which I have given to them, the children of Israel. And when I was reading that, it's speaking like Moses is dead twice. I mean, why did he focus on Moses' death twice? And the fact that he's dead. And that, that I believe that the time for Moses to be taken out of the picture so that God can do something bigger. The time is not taking something old, something not in the season anymore. Not because you, not because God does not care for you, but because the season is over. The season of manna, manna is over. The season of the desert is over. The season of depending and being a baby in the desert is over. It is a season to come forward and take your land coming forward. Must be taken away, but the promise of God was not taken away. Moses is dead, but his promise is still ongoing with his people. The leader that you're hoping to continue on is not there for the land. I'm speaking about the land, your land right now. Or something you're depending on, something you put all your hope on is not there anymore. What are we going to do? Are we going to cry about it or are we acknowledge that his promise remains the same and is never changed? He will continue because he will fulfill his promise. All of his promises are yes and amen. All. I say all of his promise for your man, for your family, for your church, for your people are yes and amen. All of that. So Moses' death is not that he's taken out of the pictures of that God spoke to the people. He's still speaking. He spoke, even after Moses is not there anymore, the Bible says, and the Lord spoke. It come to pass, and the Lord spoke. He is speaking to the remnant of the United States of America right now. That he's going to move you into the season of blessing. But not, not just blessing, the season of taking your responsibility for real. 
Because you don't just get into the promised land like the way you get into the desert and every day waiting for the manna falling from the sky. You've got to kill some enemy and you've got to kick some behind. Hallelujah! <laughs> so that you can get your milk and honey. I mean, it's a good way to say kick some money behind, but, but you have to kick some enemy. You have to remove the enemy. You have to fight the enemy. You have to fight the enemy for the land that God is promising. Because the Lord is trusting that now you are mature enough. Now that you are equipped enough. Now that you have known the Lord enough to enter and fight the enemy and kill the enemy and remove the enemy and take the land that he is giving you. Hallelujah. It's that not that it's not that he does not care, but it's now that he trusts in you to move forward. Move. Go forward. It is said, arise and go. Arise and go, Texas. Arise and go, a remnant of the world. Arise and go, because you cannot just sit around waiting for many any longer. Because now is the time that you arise and go forward to what God has promised you to you. What did the Lord promise to you? He never forget. And he had full intention to fulfill that promise. But you get to go. You get to arise and go. You got to arise and go and take the land that is given to you. Arise and go and take back Granbury. Arise and go and take back Alvarado. Yeah. Arise and go and take back Cleaver. Yeah. Arise and go and take back Godly. I mean, some people from Godly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Arise and go and take back the state of Texas in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Arise and go in an act of trusting that God is with you and God is for you. Arise and go in an act of the remnant respondent. You are stirred up. You arise and go. The spirit of God is moving in your spirit and touching your spirit. You move and you arise and go in Jesus' name. And I'm speaking to you that right now you have a personal struggle that you don't know how to arise. You still have to arise and go because the son uh, that running away from home, he came to his son. And he arise and go back to his father. He still has to do something. He arose and came back to his father's house. Arise and go. And as the spirit of the Lord is just kicking on the side of Peter, of Peter in the in the prison, in the prison, he quickly arise and move himself. Have sleep. But the chains are broken. The chains are broken as, as you arise and go. Even if you are half sleep, you still have to do something. Even if you don't want to, the Spirit of God will kick in your side so that you respond. God is good. God is good all the time. If you are half sleep, He's still waking you up because He wants you to partake His kingdom. 
They want you to fulfill the calling anointing that He has called you. They want the people of God in this hour arise and go and take the land. The land that I have promised. The land that your forefather has entered into the covenant with God before. As you enter into the covenant with God, even you broke that covenant with God, so 245 years later, but God himself is the God of covenant keeping. Amen. God himself never changed with his promise. He's still the same and he's keeping his covenant upon your land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we said, I am coming from the background, I know what it is to be persecuted. I know what it is to be hard to not even have and situate, uh, the, the opportunity to come together in church. I am with the how churches in, in, uh, in Vietnam. And you don't even know they are existent, but they are there. You don't even know that they are remnant, but every single town that you go, there are the remnant hidden for such a time as this. And I'm saying to you that as the sparkle come together, the nation will be arising with a big flame. And God is hiding Vietnam in this season, and God is hiding a lot of nations in Asia in this season, but it doesn't mean that there are not any remnant. There are the remnant. They are the remnant of Vietnam that praying for you all, how many? Four, four years, this is five years that I prayed for you every single day for your arising, for your revival, for the move of God is upon you. 2007, 2016, I was praying for America all year along, and I brought America flat with me wherever I was going. So I believed America flattened that nation before I left. And soon enough that I don't even remember I'm come from Vietnam. Every single time they see me, they say, yes, you pray for America. I should make a mark that when you see me, just pray for America. And in that year, at the end of 2016, I was desperate. Even there was victory for America. But the Lord continued to ask me to contend on behalf of America. Only 2017, I was in the prayer and I was asking the Lord, are there any other remnant in Vietnam that really care for the United States of America and praying for you? And the Lord is just me. I go to that question, Lord, is that me and only me alone? And all that question to the Lord. And they say, no. There are 7,000 that have not bound their knee before any uh, idols. And I have set them apart for this land. And I was so so happy about that. I was so excited about that. So I asked, Lord, show me. Show me where are the 7,000. So I think that they will be in Vietnam and I just go into one place and meet 7,000 people in a kind of situation, you know. It's not that easy, guy. There's a lot of sweat and tear for your land. He asked me, go fly to Perth, Australia. It doesn't make any sense, right? When God speaks and asks us to do something, it, it, it never makes sense. And it never makes sense to us, but it makes sense when you are obedient. The only thing we need to do is to be obedient when we speak, guys. Don't try to make sense. 
because you will never be able to. Don't try to understand everything because you won't. He the one who sent you understand everything. He the one who sent you know everything. And he the one who caused, prepared everything for us. Hallelujah. So I flew to Perth and I found that the 7,000 from the Vietnamese around the world come together in one place. I said, Vietnamese church and pastor leader, come in one place to pray for you. How about that? I mean, that it just blessed me so much, you know, flying, flying all the way from Vietnam to Singapore and Singapore to Perth without knowing what, why I'm doing what I was doing. But he knows. He knows everything. And I said, I can prepare, so we better take take a move or move to see what he has prepared. If I did not be obedient and go forward to uh, uh, Perth, I would never see that 7,000 people that God had prepared and trained for America. They come from Australia, they come from Vietnam, they come from all over Asia, and they come all over um, um, Europe. And they come from the United States also. The Vietnamese community around the world is praying for you. And they are still doing, doing so today. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, thank you, Jesus, because you send your people to evangelize in Vietnam 110 years ago. And now the fruit is coming back to you. And now the Lord is sending his people back to you on your behalf. But that's how the kingdom operating it. We come for each other. We come when the Lord sends. We come when the Spirit of God is stirring up in you and you got to respond. But there are 7,000 that have not bound before a veil and that wait on the Lord and set themselves apart for the move of God that whatever that God want to do in you and through you will be accomplished no matter what. And no enemy can delay that. No enemy can interfere that. And no enemy can take you out of the destiny that God has called you in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I believe that God commissioned you tonight to arise and go over. Arise and go over and take the land that God has given to you. Hallelujah. So I remember that when we had the random in Vietnam uh, in, in the year of 2016, uh, uh, 2017, that we go over. And you know that Vietnam is divided in three parts. The north, the south, and the center. And uh, the church don't speak to each other. If you're from the south, you're talking just to the people from the south. If you come from the north, you just fellowship with people from the north. And if from the center, you would just come and speak with the people in the center. That's how divided the household is. But it changed in 2017 when we marched the land from the south to the north for the reconciliation among the body of Christ. And I'm speaking to you right now because there is, there is unity, there is blessing. That's right. There is unity, there is authority. Amen. 
that year when we came together and the Lord asked us to do a prophetic act, the pastor, the leader from the center of Vietnam, which is like the name of the nation, we three part. And then he asked this pastor to lay down on the ground and asking the pastor from the north and from the south, step on his body and go over to the other side and embrace your brother and sister and reconcile and ask for forgiveness. And that broke through in the whole land. That broke through in the whole nation of Vietnam because that year in the year that the disaster, natural disaster, stopped hitting Vietnam and until now we are in a time of peace. I'm speaking to you that unity release authority and command blessing. And that is what happened when the pastor was laying down and we did not even know how to behave or how to act because that was what the Lord asked him to do. And I mean, when the pastor from the north and the south come together and war on that brother to go on the other side and embrace each other, the whole household is a mess in the spirit of God. It was a mess, but a beautiful mess. It's a beautiful mess when the, the house, the people of God come together in unity. When that was a break all barrier, God. It break any denominational kind of barrier. It break any spirit, religious spirit, theology, whatever. You don't care about that. You care for your land and what the Holy Spirit is doing in your land only. When there's a reconciliation happen, God is in the midst of the land. And the land is being blessed. And all the curses was broken. After that, we marched in another land in the central of Vietnam, and as the, the representative of the north and the south and the uh, and uh, and the center come together and march the land. That year, the region of the central of Vietnam, every single year from October to December, they will have a disaster. Just just come and just take it. The whole land off. Every single year, but that, that, that year, there's no natural disaster. And it did not stop there. We were marching around the area and, and, uh, and did a spiritual warfare on the high place among within the God that the people were worshiping. All the Buddha and the, uh, all the big Buddha in there. We're just marching and declaring and praying. And guess what? That statue was broken off from the ground. In the city of Danan, and the city that many of you with old enough uh, was in the, in, in, during the war, you will know where that is. That city is very uh, the heartland for gospel. But still, God is moving. Still, God is moving in the hardest land of land. Still, God is doing something mighty with his people. And the people that come together, that where God moves. And you come together, you're about to experience the move of God in your land. And you come together in, a, in unity. God is about to release his oil over your land in Jesus' name. And I have a lot of 
of testimony of how God moved when the body of Christ come together. When the when I took a team into a, in a March March 2016 from Korea, 40 pastor and a leader from South Korea coming into reconcile with the land of Vietnam. And in that month, we were marching all the place that was. Uh, bloodshed during the war, and that year the whole land of Vietnam was was taken out of proceeds, but being blessed for the whole year of 2016, just by one act of reconciliation from one nation to another nation. I can share with you another situation. 2015, July 7, when the four nations of Korea, Vietnam, China, and and, uh, and, uh, and Japan come together and reconcile and ask each other for forgiveness. That same day, the next day, after we reconcile and embrace from nation to nation, the next day, the big pagoda in the north of Vietnam that has been building for three years and about to open for public were destroyed to the ground the next day. Just the next day. Believe how God moved. That's awesome, awesome, guys. That if God is doing that, He's able to do anything here in your land. What is the stronghold in your in your life? What is the stronghold in your land? The Lord is about to remove all that when you come together in the household, in the same household. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is releasing some great anointing upon your land. And I'm speaking to you right now. I want to read it before I, I get carried away without reading. The new uh, prophetic word of God is just given to me, but it's not new because the Lord has been speaking to me about Texas. And you are about to receive it on behalf of your land because this is serious. This is serious for Texas. The option for Texas is being released. To you. The overflowing of his oil to take the lead is now. Texas, you're about to take the lead. You will take the lead, Texas, and you will equip and nurture and send out the end time workers to rise up the time, the end time army across the world. You about to release the end time worker to take the gospel to the end of the world from here. The time is now for you to respond and move forward. The time is now for you to surrender to the Lord, the God of heaven and earth. As you move, my spirit will move with you. As you move, my spirit will release you to do great and mighty work. As you move, you will re release my supernatural oil upon you and through you to this land, to the land of Texas and the nation of the United States of America and the nation of the world. As you move, you will perform miracles. Sign and wonder will follow those who believe. As you move, you will heal the sick. You will cast out demons. You will heal the broken heart and set captive free. As you move, 
you will raise the dead. As you move, I most assuredly, I'm speaking from John 14, 12, I say to you, he who believe in me, the work that I do, he will do also. And greater work that these he will do, because I go to my Father. That is your commissioning for tonight, as you go, because you're going to do greater work. I will restore my people of Texas. I will heal them, and I will make them whole. Yes, Lord. The resources that the Lord has put in your hands will be increased and multiplied. The oil will never run dry. How about that? That's awesome. awesome. There's a deep reservoir in your land that I will release. There is a deep reservoir in your people that I'm going to release. It will overflow to bless this land, but also it will be for blessing the nation of the United States of America and to bless the other nation of the world as well as you move. For the nation of the world is waiting for you, America. You need to move so the nation of the world will move also. The anointing upon you is the anointing that breaks all yokes. And it's not just breaking the yokes that your people is going under. It breaks the yoke that coming toward the people of the other land, of the other nation as well. That's why you need to rise up and go over. Be it unto Texas according to your will, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Texas, the Lord commissioned you. Texas, the Lord commissioning you right now, and He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And the sign will follow those who believe. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak without a tongue. Hallelujah. They will take up servants, and they will drink anything deadly, and will not by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover in Jesus' name. And I believe that the Lord commissioned all the each and every one of you tonight. I don't know what you're coming here for today, but you're about to leave the place, totally change, and be healed and be made whole with the new commissioning that the Lord is calling you. With the recovery and the restoration that He's about to release over you in order to send you out from here tonight. Hallelujah. And I would like to invite you to hear the Lord that's stirring you up tonight. Better be responding tonight. You better be stirred up because the Lord is commissioning each and every one of you. And if you come for healing, you're receiving healing tonight. If you come for deliverance, you're receiving healing. 
deliverance tonight because it's time. It's time for the oil is overflowing in you and through you. Hallelujah. And right now I want to invite you to stand up and say, Lord, I am rising up. I am stepping over. I want to go over and take the land that you have given to me. I'm taking over the land that the, of business. I'm taking over the land of education. I'm taking over the land of medical field. I'm taking over the land of political. I'm taking over the land of media and, and entertainment. I'm taking the land that you're calling me, oh God. Small business or big business. I am taking the land that you are giving me. I am stepping over. So that you go and take back the state of Texas. Yeah. So 